Hello, America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley, and this is a podcast about discovery, discovering new things. You know, we all have access to a computer 24-7. We have iPhones. We have Android phones. We have Cricket Wireless. We have Metro PCS. I saw a real good Metro PCS commercial the other day, and I said, fuck it. $9 a month? Sign me up. Because these fucking phone companies are robbing us blind, aren't they? You know, remember back in the day when your phone only did two things and we were all cool with that? And now you got to pay $1,000 anytime something happens to your phone. I'm not bitching. I'm just saying, you know, we should just maybe start thinking about putting that money elsewhere, right? So um, today I'm here to talk to you about a little something I like to call... Well, first of all, I got a story. Um... And I got an update for you guys. I have been driving consistently on a daily basis for almost a full year now. I'm a driver now, right? I grew up in New York City. When you're born in New York City and you're born in one of the five boroughs of New York City, and if you're listening to this and you're from somewhere else, I'm going to explain to you what the five boroughs of New York City are because you probably think New York City, oh, isn't that where the Empire State Building is and the World Trade Center and the Statue of Liberty those are here. All those things are here. But also, New York City is made up of five boroughs. And they are Manhattan, the Bronx, Brooklyn. Notice how I said the Bronx before I said Brooklyn. Uh, Queens and Staten Island. How many did I name? Manhattan, the Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island. Yeah, so there's five of them. <laughs> I grew up here my entire life, I swear to God. Um, and they all, they're all known for something different. Right. Like Manhattan has all the tourist shit, like anything you want. But everybody comes all over the world now because, you know, they heard about Brooklyn because Jay-Z won't shut up about it. You know, now they want to go to Brooklyn, you know, and, and I'm a huge Jay-Z fan. <laughs> so if Jay-Z ever hears this, I never want him to feel like I'm fronting on me. But that's how big I think. I, I, I'm thinking like Jay-Z is going to hear this one day. I want I want him to be clear that I'm not talking shit. It's just I'm just talking, you know, I'm just I'm just talking shit. So. I, you know what it is? I grew up in the Bronx. And I got a lot of friends that live in Brooklyn and never thought that I would have have um, friends that live in Brooklyn because the Bronx and Brooklyn are like two opposite worlds. And, and, and if you if you think about like 20 years ago, whenever if you turned on the news and you lived in any of the five boroughs, you would hear about awful things happening on a regular basis, like just violent shit. You know what I mean? And in the Bronx, I felt like every people just got shot in Brooklyn all the fucking time. I'd just be like, yo, ah, uh, fuck, another shooting tonight at da-da-da-da-da by Prospect Park. And I'd just be like, fuck, man, Brooklyn, man, always shooting everybody. Meanwhile, I grew up, and one of my very good friends, shout out to Basilio Antonio Boyce. He's a photographer, very talented, good eye, well-dressed man. Got a strong mustache. Anyway, uh, he, we ha- kind of have had conversations because he grew up in Brooklyn, right? Born and raised. Native New Yorkers are kind of hard to come by these days. We're like uh, the fucking Mandalorians, like I always like to say. But um, you, uh, the last of the Mohicans, as my mom would say, because that was a reference from her time. I say the Mandalorians now, okay? That's where I'm at. Shout out to John Favreau. Favreau? Favreau? Favreau. Anyway, I love Favreau. Um, So he would tell me, yo, growing up, I saw the news and it would always be like yo some fucked up shit happened in the Bronx and not for nothing I lived in a bad fucking neighborhood so 
he wasn't wrong, but it wasn't happening every day. And I don't really quite understand how the world worked because also you watch a lot of local news, don't you? Don't you watch local news? So shit that's happening in your neighborhood is the shit that's getting reported. Um, but yeah, so New York City, you're in the five boroughs. Now, I've been driving, right? Back to that. It was a long tangent. Sorry. I've been driving every single day. And here's an update. I got pulled over by the police for the very first time in my life. And it was quite the experience. You know, as a black man, you know, you you, you start thinking, <laughs> as soon as the cop starts approaching the car, I'm like, this could fucking go like one of two ways, you know. This guy should go one of many ways because this dude has multiple weapons. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, so the cop pulls me over. And I'm on my way to a trip with some friends. I got some friends in the car with me. So I'm like, oh, it's, you know, nothing's going to happen. We got witnesses. You know what I mean? If I was in the car by myself, I'd probably be a little more shook. Even though I'm pretty respectful. You know what I mean? But that doesn't really matter, does it? Anyway, everybody thinks like nothing could happen to them, right? Uh, something could happen to anybody. Newsflash. Okay? It happens all the time. So don't look so surprised. Um, get pulled over. The fucking cop, he comes up to the car. This is in Inglewood, New Jersey. Okay? One of the dumbest places I've ever been in my entire no, I'm kidding. Uh, so I'm in Inglewood, New Jersey. This guy's driving like three miles an hour in front of me. I got my wife in the passenger seat. I got two friends in the back seat, right? Um, and guy pulls us over. Because this guy's driving three miles in front of me. So I go, I'm going to get around this guy. I go around this guy. Next thing you know, my wife's like, oh, you're going to, oh, geez, you're going to get pulled over. She's right. I got pulled over. Cop comes up to the car. Hey, do you know why I pulled you over? Which I feel like, I don't know if that's like part of the protocol. Like they have to ask that question, but it's like, can you just tell me? You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine if it was like an exam? All right. Like a pop quiz. You know what I mean? Remember that feeling when you would come in and you didn't know shit because you haven't paid attention all fucking school year and it was a pop quiz. Boom, right there. And you failed. Because you don't fucking pay attention. So the guy goes, uh, yo, he goes, hey, uh, sir, do you know why I pulled you over? He called me sir, which made me puff my chest up and feel like a man. And uh, I said, uh, no, sir. Did you know that you drove on the wrong side of the street in front of a police station? Uh, Sorry, sir. I actually did not know that there was a police station <laughs> there. I'm not from around here. I didn't know that I was doing something illegal right in front of the people that can arrest you for doing something illegal. No, I didn't know that. And, um, you know, and then I also said I couldn't see the lines on the street. You couldn't see these lines on the street. I couldn't see the lines on the street. But the funny thing about it is, as the guy gets to the window... And he's talking to me through the passenger side where my wife's sitting and she's giving him the license and registration, please. I forgot. That's the first thing they say, actually, not the other thing. And uh, she hands him the thing. And I got a DMX song playing. Right? And this DMX song is, you know, fucking DMX. This shit is aggressive as fuck. Show no love. Like, he's like fucking being DMX, right? And I got, and I'm like, as he's talking to me, I'm like, where the hood, where the hood? I actually think where the hood at was playing. And I'm like slowly lowering the fucking music because I don't want one of those he's reaching situations to happen. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this was my first time getting pulled over and me driving on the wrong side of the street right outside of a police station in Inglewood, New Jersey, cost me $200. But what happens when you uh, if you don't want to pay that and you think 
that you were that you were right and you did everything you had to do, did everything that could be done. Uh, they give you a summons. So basically you uh, are expected to show up to court if you decide that you want to fight the ticket. And honestly, I feel like $200 is worth me never going back to that city ever again in my life if I could help it. There's no reason for me to be in Englewood, New Jersey. I actually don't... Uh, I only thought that Englewood was a place that Dr. Dre talked about up until then. So, Which goes to show you how uh, disconnected New Jersey is from New York. So it's really weird to me when people from New Jersey try to rep New York because... You guys have fucking <laughs> cities that um, we don't even know exist. No shade. And, and and I got a lot of good friends from Jersey. And Jersey has some beautiful places. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Just rep your own shit, right? It's cool. Wherever you're from is cool. I think you should have pride about where you're from. I think you should be proud of where you're from. Because part of your, uh, part of your origin story... I'm such a fucking nerd that I compare everything to like comic book movies and comic books and, and, and superheroes and shit, right? Like, I'm just that person, as you guys may know if you're frequent listeners. And when I think about your origin story is dope, right? I mean, you could be from a lame-ass place like Arkansas where fucking they probably still just, like, they probably still use Blu-ray, which is fucking whatever. But <sighs> there's no need for me to shit on Arkansas. But, yeah, your origin story is 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 cool, right? It's part of who you are. You can either be a piece of shit or you could be dope. It's a cool thing about life. Um, but yeah, so today I wanted to talk to you about the Grim Reaper. <laughs> the funny thing about that is I actually did intend on talking about the Grim Reaper today, but then I started giving to the, getting into the story about how I was pulled over by the police for $200. And I'll take pulled over by the police for $200. I typed in the Grim Reaper. And when you type in the Grim Reaper... Uh, the biggest question is, what does the Grim Reaper do? The answer is, for thousands of years, various cultures have had figures to represent death. One of the most common and enduring of these is the Grim Reaper, usually a skeletal figure who is often shrouded in a dark hooded robe and carrying a scythe to reap human souls. Like, did you ever really think about... Like, so this dude just shows up and guides your soul to another person who takes you across a river on a boat and you get to the underworld that's really what that's what happens when you die if you wanted to know what happens when you die just listen to Corey has a podcast um because that's what most people want to know don't they um yeah so it's a dude he's he's well he doesn't have to be a dude right he's just really tall so you know, maybe a former NBA player or some shit could, like, really pull off a Grim Reaper kind of look. I assume the Grim Reaper's probably, like, eight feet tall, right, if I had to guess. You know what? And now, and, and what I'm going to do now is how tall is the Grim Reaper? Eight feet tall! I was fucking spot on! Uh, scared people for Halloween jumping up is an eight-foot-tall Grim Reaper. How old is the Grim Reaper? The Grim Reaper has appeared in Europe in the 14th century so people talk about these things like like these are like historical facts right like they go like yeah the grim reaper appeared in europe during the 14th century and if you're a child you might go huh so he does exist like that 
Eminem's commercial where they find Santa Claus and he's like, you do exist. You know what I mean? You know that Eminem's commercial? Like the chocolate Eminem's, not the rapper Eminem. Um, which stands for Marshall Mathers. <laughs> if anybody cared to know that. Um, which they should. Yeah, so they tell you, and as a kid, you go on and then you go tell your friends all these legends. And it's just so funny how people just assume all these beliefs. Like they just accept these truths that people tell them without question your whole life, right? Like you believe the tooth fairy is real and shit, right? And and come to find out you got a dollar under your pillow. Do people, I wonder if people still do that. Do people still do the tooth fairy bit? And I mean, people are still pretty, going pretty hard with this Santa Claus thing. And I start thinking like, what? how am I going to do when it comes to that point in my life, right? When I got to start trying to fucking pretend that this dude's going to come in here and bring all these gifts that I spent my money on to make my children happy, right? And you know what? I'm not going to lie. So a fun fact about me is I used to be a clown. When I was in college, I would dress up as a clown and I worked for a company where I would show up to children's parties and I would do balloon animals and get them all in a circle and put a little tape on. It was probably a CD. It was a CD. Give them this CD that was burned. They had the chicken dance on it. And, you know, the kids love that shit, man. Like. So I got to be, I got to have fun. I got really good at making balloon animals, you know? And it's funny, it, it could be a cool social experiment to to do if you ever have an opportunity to be a clown. You know what I mean? Think about this. You make a sword for one boy, all the other boys want a sword so they can sword fight each other. You make a hat for somebody, they all want hats. One kid gets something that looks kind of cool, they all want it. So the, the strategy is to make a bunch of different things and see who picks what. And then you can tell if your child's going to be a psycho serial killer or he's going to grow up. And run the country someday. And those two things are not necessarily uh, mutually exclusive. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I was a clown. And so with that being said, yeah, I would dress up as a traditionally white dude who's... Santa Claus is fat, but he's not obese. Because if he was, then he wouldn't be able to fit down a chimney. Duh. So I would dress up as a traditionally white Heavy set gentleman with a beard, bald. I'm assuming under his hat. I like I like the uh, Kurt Russell Santa Claus personally. He's got beautiful, luxurious hair. You know, I'm one of those guys. I see, I watch TV and I see some man. That dude's got a fucking real good head of hair on him. And I think it's impressive. It's it's impressive when somebody's got a nice head of hair on them when they're young. But when you're as old as Kurt Russell and you got a nice head of hair, that's impressive. You know what I mean? It's like if somebody's got a six-pack, but they're like 17 years old. It's like, yeah, of course you have a fucking six-pack and you eat pizza all the time. You're 17. You know, have be 35 and have a fucking six-pack. Guarantee you ain't eating pizza all the time. That is impressive, right? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, and now, and again, right? If I'm going to dress up as Santa Claus, am I going to get a black robe and a scythe and show up to the fucking hospital when my grandma ain't doing so well anymore and come in the room like hey listen so uh you know what i mean is that taking it too far who knows these are the questions that uh 
I know you guys think about all the time. Like, should I should I be doing this? Should I would this be helpful to the family? Right? Because we do it for the little kids. We're gonna do it for the old people too. Right? You're gonna pretend Santa Claus exists. You know somebody's getting close to death. Bust out a Grim Reaper costume. Show up and pay him a little visit. Dressed up like the ghost of Christmas past. Pay him a little visit. Give him a little trip down memory lane. Right? I like I like the Ebenezer Ebenezer Scrooge. Fucking somebody's name was actually Ebenezer. I'm not buying it. I'm not fucking buying it. There's no way that his that people. He I don't think he had many friends. He was such a prick. But there's no uh, there's no way that people. Yo Ebenezer. But then again, people did fucking have names like. Uh, hey Ezekiel, get over here. We got a fucking game of squash going. You know what I mean? Like. People did used to name their kids shit like that. And all the women, like, even if they were fucking attractive, like, their names would be, like, Gertrude or some shit. And it's just like, yeah, did you see Gertrude? She got a fucking... She's grown now. You know what I mean? Um, that's how they talked back then. Don't at me. Don't at me. Um, yeah, so are we going to commit to that too, right? We should. You know, we, we play a major role in each other's lives. And I think we should do it on the way in and on the way out. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You know, maybe you should volunteer in an old folks' home, go down there, walk dressed up as the Grim Reaper, tapping on people's fucking windows and just waving at them through the window, like when their family leaves them for the night. You know what I mean? Maybe if I was a janitor at a fucking senior center, I'd probably do some shit like that just to spice up my work day. You know, when drama and shit starts happening at work, it gets a little bit more exciting. We all, we're all guilty of enjoying a little bit of fucking drama. Even me, who likes to pretend that I don't give a shit, but I'll sit down and watch a reality show of people getting into fights over petty nonsense because I'm a human. So let's not forget. But guys, hey, listen. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for tuning in every week. Like the show, share it with your friends, and subscribe to it. And tune in every Monday, because I'm going to be dropping an episode every Monday, as I've been doing for the past 40 fucking weeks. And um, also, guys, I got a treat for you. I've actually finally implemented a brand new component of the show. It is called Corey Has a Guest. And my first guest ever on Corey Has a Guest is Coach Maverick. He's a coach from down in Florida, kettlebell coach, fitness coach, has a lot of knowledge about fitness. Um, I'm about to start finding people that do really cool shit, having them come on the show and talk to me for about, you know, a bit of time and uh, educate you on that topic. So this time it is fitness. So look out for Corey has a guest dropping towards the end of this week. Motherfuckers. I love you all. Bye.